0: Hello and welcome to Tracks at the Great Escape, our final instalment of this little series. It's Sunday, which means the festival's over. Mm-hmm. Um, All of Brighton is quiet and in bed, and, and we're recuperating at the crack of dawn, creating <laughs> A-grade content for you. A-grade. Yeah, I'm very optimistic. This is a best to see. <laughs> Um, And so we have just experienced day three. We are again recovering from another exhausting day. So day three, how was that for you? It was enjoyable. Yeah. It was busy. Very busy. I think that will be one of my abiding memories of uh, day three, was that Brighton has been pretty buzzing over these three days anyway. But it seemed to just be ramped up to another level yesterday.
1: It was a jungle.
0: It was a jungle. Out here in the jungle. <laughs> um.
1: Especially later on in the evening. Yeah. When and kind ju- of Great Escapers was, was winding down. Just queues everywhere and people in the streets. We haven't witnessed too many queues over the last three days, really, either. Or been part of them, anyway.
0: No, I think yesterday was the first time I... would really queued for something yeah
1: I think we queued for Tough Love right at the beginning but that's because the venue wasn't open yet yeah um that's about it really
0: yeah so I I don't it's all because uh you can get day tickets or three day passes for the Great Escape and before the festival started they said everything was sold out so you would think every day would be kind of on a level Mm -hmm. but as I say, I'm not convinced it was. I think they sold a lot more tickets for yesterday. Which... Do
1: people buy tickets and not go for those two days? I guess people, if people are working, they, they'll buy the ticket knowing they can go out in the evening and stuff.
0: But even then... I guess the other possibility is that we heard from reliable sources that I think all artists get three or four mm. passes each. Uh, it might be a case that, you know, obviously it's such a big festival, there's a lot of artists, and therefore a lot of friends you know, you know you could be adding kind of if there's five hundred acts, all four pieces, which isn't true at all, I'm just making it up, mm. but that's like two thousand people, and then they've all got three friends each, yeah you know, that's. 6,000 extra (laughs) That's more cues, that is That's a a Sunday morning math session (laughs) But good, we started off, as always, by Sitting down in front of our microphones And having a little chat for you guys If you haven't caught any of the daily updates They've all been slightly different Lots of fun
1: Yeah, we've had some good good interviews and things recently The last few days
0: yeah, so do be sure to go and catch up on those, but we started off with that, and then headed into Brighton for one of the acts I was anticipating more than any other yeah. this weekend. Uh, friends of the show, we wish, and uh, regular fe- regularly featured on tracks, It's the Big Moon. Mm-hmm. We saw them finally, it was my first time seeing them, I believe yours too. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah.
1: And I was very happy.
0: Yeah. As we were walking down there, I made it very clear that if they weren't good live, I was going to be pretty wound up. I was in that kind of mood (laughs) where it wasn't going to go down well, but there was no need for any such concerns. They were fantastic. Everything I wanted them to be and more. Mm. Really, really, uh, obviously great tunes, songs that we know, which is always nice in a, New music festival where maybe you don't know a lot of the music and you're just kind of enjoying it at face value. Yeah. And it was quite a busy
1: night, a busy morning in there, wasn't it? It was yeah. It was almost, I wouldn't say packed out, but there was a lot of people in there for a 12.30 kick-off.
0: Yeah, um, it was. And they, the, the band commented on that themselves. They seemed...
1: It's nice to play a matinee, they, yeah, they said.
0: Did. They did. And uh, they seemed, I think, quite pleasantly surprised that it was so full yeah because uh, they were playing the corner exchange later on in the evening yeah they were basically the uh support acts for the mystery jets weren't they yeah
1: so they needed something to get them ready for the day because corner exchange what's the capacity of that place
0: it's not I don't know exactly but it's fairly big it must be a couple of thousand
1: I can't even think uh, all I've got
0: in my mind is the the dome it's not as big as the dome
1: no it's not
0: but it's, it's still a big venue yeah uh they were brilliant. really, really tight band is what I was Yeah, very very impressed lots
1: by. Lots of um, kind of, not collaboration, but their chemistry and that together yeah. as a band was really good to watch. It just makes makes you enjoy it a bit more when you can see them all kind of going out to each other, playing with each other and stuff. And they were doing... Oh, dear. <laughs> um, there was a po- point when the lead singer was like, creeping kind of to the floor as the song was end- winding down and yeah. the other guitarist was kind of chasing her. and it was just <laughs> a weird situation but you're just sitting there smiling like ha, look at them having fun yeah
0: um it's, it's just always nice better. to watch a band that looks like they're really having fun exactly just like with
1: Frankie Cosmos we were a little bit awkward sometimes because it looked a little bit like they just had an argument and they yeah. didn't want to be there
0: yeah but you know that was just their thing yeah and there was um I think one of the things we both commented on afterwards was that a lot of their songs have quite kind of different segments to it so it Mm. kind of pulls from one bit to another quite regularly their structures are quite
1: um yeah different
0: yeah that's the word i'm after yeah um so to pull that off live obviously takes obviously a lot of rehearsal but yeah you know again all
1: your timings and stuff and just they didn't have to look at each other to kinda of get their cues and things. You yeah. know, they've obviously been playing a while but um they look yeah, very tight. Yeah. They're good at their band stuff.
0: Yeah. And there was also a nice little one of the more in, in fact now that I mentioned it I was gonna say one of the more interesting covers I saw this weekend, but I saw a surprisingly few covers creep into people's sets. Did you? Oh yeah, of course. You know I I can't really remember any. Her did a cover Yeah Um Then everything else Off the top of my head This was the only cover I saw Now I'm thinking about it But they covered Madonna Beautiful Stranger Which was pretty cool Yeah Interesting
1: Different Different take on it Quite a lot
0: Completely I mean the To the point where the The Structure of the lyrics They They were having uh, Sort of line breaks at different mm-hmm. points to the madonna version but it was cool it was, it was very enjoyable yeah uh yeah so i loved that that was a fantastic start to the day and that was at the comedia which yeah. i don't think we've mentioned
1: i don't think i've ever been in that part of the comedia as well
0: i realized afterwards talking about it that i had because it's where they do they do a crater comedy club right I on a seen friday that. night uh which is a lot of fun but looks completely different down there I've
1: been as I think you told me it's now a cinema that's where I'd been
0: yeah there used to be another room Um, upstairs didn't there
1: yeah although yeah because that was the Maccabees. that was quite a while ago yeah um yeah I've definitely been there so I didn't even know there was a back door and a downstairs and a room next to it yeah um
0: but we enjoyed that venue yeah they may well it may well even get a shout out in the final segment of this episode (laughs) which is going to be the Tracks Awards (laughs) um so we vacated there and headed upstairs and to the right in the same venue to the Comedia Studio, where we saw a really quite amazingly and impressively intimate set from NASCAR Lines. Not intimate in, in terms of like acoustic singing to the audience, but just a just really a small, small room.
1: thin room. Yeah, yeah.
0: And we were we didn't even realise that was where they were playing. No. And just managed to walk straight to the front, not being arseholes and getting in people's way. Just, just it was a good atmosphere.
1: Yeah, um, and it wasn't just really wasn't packed in there at all. It was no. very easy to get to there.
0: Yeah, and again, really, really great. It was a, it was interesting for me. I, I like, I like indie bands. That's my thing, or bands in general. You know, the kind of standard instruments set up that's my thing Uh but also it was nice to see something so we spent sorry that's my thing so we spent a lot of the weekend seeing bands yeah Um so it was really cool to go and see something that was totally different it was uh electronic chiefly the, and the guy there are two piece the guy played guitar a little bit electric guitar so I suppose that kind of counts but, um, generally speaking, it was all electronic music, and i thought I thought they were really great, yeah, full
1: electronic keyboard and uh, sorry, drum kit and keyboards and things, and uh I have heard them before, i only know know a couple of songs from I think one of the it might be a first e p or an album, and they play one of those songs, um, but I really enjoyed the whole set, yeah, it was uh relaxed, wasn't it? it was. Like we say about him, making there were some technical issues, but no one cared. No one was rushing the guy or anything.
0: They had a nice stage presence. I thought they were yeah. very calm with it all, um, and just nice. They just seemed really nice. Yeah. I wanted to be friends with them.
1: <laughs> I am friends with them.
0: <laughs> Good for <laughs> you. Um. So that was great. Yeah, it was a fantastic start to the day. From there, uh, things got a bit more disappointing in that we started to encounter the previously mentioned cues. We mm. headed to Horatio's on the pier, which I can't even really remember who we were going to see now. But we could. It was it. a band, a little pet shoppy pet shop Boise, wasn't it? It was that um, kind of yeah. And the 80's style. I, all I really remember is the, the picture on the Great Escape app. Looked like Jermaine from Flight of the Concords.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, I remember that. Uh,
0: something's something, boys, or I don't know. Yeah. But I uh, did not get in. So we headed down to the North Lane Brew House, which has been a bit of a haunt of ours this weekend, mm. to watch some alt escape stuff. Yeah. And spent most of the sort of early afternoon watching alt stuff, which uh, unfortunately I didn't have the. Presence of mind to make notes of band names because I wasn't doing that. But the thing to take from it is if there's lulls,
1: if you feel there's a lull in things you want to see or whatever, there's always something just around the corner. You literally just have to follow your ears. yeah. And there's somebody playing somewhere yeah. and you might really love them.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you saw some really good uh, independent bands playing in i i think that it was there was a showcase in the north lane brew house and right so that was good I, A very enjoyable few young up-and-coming acts from there there was a self-enforced break to the day <laughs> because i had uh to go and win the fa cup quickly yeah which it's i did full full kit not full kit
1: he was in half kit he was in no kit actually he was in a jacket I was just wearing a Manchester sporting United jacket sporting
0: his club yes you got to wear your colours on cup final day
1: yeah I would have done I guess yeah. Um, and shout out to Jake Trammar's sister for putting me and Jake up for an hour or so in her house while we yeah. recuperated and thought about what was next
0: yes while we also watched the game and <laughs> got subway Subway. How many subways have you had this weekend, Harry? Three, Tim. Have they all been footlongs, Harry? Yes, Tim. So technically speaking, you've had six six inches. <laughs> I guess you could say that. You know, within a space of. T-
1: with it- Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 were saying we um. Apart from those things, we haven't really eaten. It's been a bit sad. I can't remember the last time I've ever had a breakfast. That wasn't at three pm. Yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> and then a dinner. It wasn't at three am. Yeah. And we starved ourselves. Yeah,
0: I've I've wasted away. I think.
1: I, I hope I started to. <laughs> um, and a lot of walking. I just want to say it now, because in case I forget, but holy Christ, we haven't stopped walking.
0: <laughs> so much walking. <laughs>
1: it's, it's kind of like if you been to like a big festival where obviously you get downtime. uh glastonbury you don't really this you occasionally sit down for a beer or something but you're always going if you've got to go to see a gig or something it's usually the other at the other end of brighton yeah sometimes it's at the church that's 40 minutes away or it's at the end of the pier
0: and then it's all the way up to the station yeah. and it, it's just doing circles everywhere yeah and then we reconvened for the evening Sadly, because the football went to extra time, we missed what I was anticipating as being one of the highlights of the day slash festival, and would have uh, really loved to have gone to see the Mystery Jets.
1: Can I just quickly say, some people will understand that you put football ahead. Some people might
0: not. Well, the people who might not, uh, delete this podcast and unsubscribe, because I don't (laughs) want you here. I'm only joking, of course. We are a broad church. Non-football <laughs> fans are very much welcome. But a uh, cup final's a big thing. This mm-hmm. was the first time in 12 years the Man United have won the FA Cup, so I was 13 last time that happened. I didn't even know that. Which, well, you know, that's exciting. Congratulations. Cheers, mate. It's nice it gave to... me a reason to have a bit of head rest. So. Yeah. It's nice to come down in our little bus pick up the trophy on the way past the Emirates and take it back home. So we'd heard that Mystery Jets had
1: a pretty spectacular set. Yeah.
0: My little sister Lizzie, shout out Lizzie mm. uh, who has been a regular companion through these last three days for us, uh, she did go to see them and gave us the in some ways the news we did not want to hear Yeah, about the set that when we were discussing it earlier in the day we kind of said oh, we've seen Mystery Jets a few times before and um, you, know, you and Jake particularly hadn't really listened to the new album. We assumed there'd be a lot of that on there. Yeah, um, In the set so you maybe weren't quite so bothered. We all wanted to be there but not. Yeah
1: we wanted to. I mean we, we'd all realised that we actually know a lot more of them than we thought well, we did. Yeah
0: that's what happened wasn't it? That we sat there and actually ended up singing kind of album tracks yeah. from the mid uh, word for word. So it became very clear to us that actually we were much bigger Mystery Jets fans than we ever mm. realised. And then, as I say, we got the distressing news after the set from Lizzie that they played, came on, played a couple of songs, played a few new songs and then said, let's make this something along the lines of a, to a noughties throwback party Mm. and just played all the old
1: don't tell anyone
0: Yeah, that kind of thing (laughs) Uh, which I just know we would have loved so much so that was uh, a bit sad to have missed that but
1: I'd like to quickly uh, say if we have any American listeners are
0: the Mystery Jets a well known band in America you know this is a one-way thing, don't you? What? Like they're not going to answer you right now.
1: No, I'm just going to wait
0: until they do. Okay. No, sh- we'll be back in three weeks <laughs> when Harry has an answer to his question. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They've spent. I a- know
1: that that album is it. Radlands. Yeah, they spent a lot of kind time an American-based and that. Um, I don't know. I just have this feeling that Americans all Americans obviously but um I just don't think they would be a big deal in America could be completely wrong probably am
0: just don't really know my guess is that they can go on an American tour play moderately large venues and sell out or near enough sell out but in terms of being a big act in America not many English bands are that and even you know they've obviously been very successful here but they're not like uh you know, a cold play muse yeah. kind of level, are they? Thank Christ. No. Um Yeah. I would think they're a bit successful in America. But anyway, they're great. And it was a real shame that we missed them. And on from there. The, the night kind of uh just escalated into more cues, I feel like, is that will be my abiding memory of Saturday in general. Mm. Saturday evening, afternoon.
1: Just I can't imagine queuing up for somebody like Stormzy or something like these big guys, because I'm pretty sure they get obviously with the larger capacity crowds, they have the bigger queues. They must have really long queues that you wait there for ages for. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the most we stood in one was 45 minutes roughly, wasn't it?
0: The loyal carner, yeah, yeah. So that was, as you say, that was our next destination. As soon as we didn't see Mystery Jets, all eyes were firmly fixed on Loyal Karner. Yeah. And we made a horrible rookie mistake. Yeah. We went to the venue, Wagner Hall. Just to scope it out, and that, it? Uh, and we just strolled in, strolled into the hall that Loyal Karner was set to be playing in. And it was... There was almost no one there. I would say there was at like max 10 people in that We could have stood venue. at
1: the front of the queue with no problems. Could have, sorry, not like the queue, sorry.
0: In front of the stage. <laughs> uh, and we thought, oh, there's not really anyone here. And there's no one playing for a while. So let's go off and try and watch some other stuff. Uh, went, tried to see NASCAR lines. Huge queue. Couldn't get in. Uh, then went to get a drink quickly and... I think we, I've got a feeling we actually tried to get in another place after NASCAR lines, but I can't remember what it was.
1: I feel like we did too.
0: But that was quite busy and we didn't bother. Then went to get a drink, then returned fully expecting to just stroll to the front of the stage again for Lorcana to find a big, massive queue that we had okay. to uh, rejoin. And we actually, we watched his set, but we did not get in to watch loyal karner we did not see his face with no. our own fair eyes yeah
1: it was in the garden of the vivo part and it was he he was indoors yeah um, but it was on a big old screen and it was just it was kind of i felt kind of insulted <laughs> <laughs> to, to be watching it on a screen i couldn't really get into anything because the atmosphere was pretty kind of dead wasn't it like yeah in terms of people cheering although to, on the screen it looked like it was in there as well I feel like like it could be completely wrong but like we kind of assumed when people are in there for some gigs before you just kind of stay in there yeah. and uh, maybe they just stayed there and fine fair enough to them I'm just a bit bitter um, but it,
0: it, it was a little bit of a damp dampener on the yeah and I mean that that's absolutely no reflection on loyal Connor himself because the set was fantastic. Brilliant. Really, really amazing. And we about halfway through having been fans previously, we went to uh, try and get pre sale tickets for the new tour because it was like yeah. I need to I need to see this properly. I need to experience this. Yeah. Um but yeah, he was fantastic. There was a few nice kind of breakdowns where the music stopped and he just kept i don't know if there were freestyles or there
1: was one freestyle moment when he just kept going And going 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 yeah and a lot of it and some touching moments and tributes to his dad yeah and to man united football club um so i obviously i was looking forward to him more than anybody didn't see him as well as i'd like to but he was still brilliant um and i guess like any festival if you don't learn a little bit of a lesson there you haven't had a good festival exactly Um, I don't really know a time I've come out of somewhere and it's all gone swimmingly Um, life isn't like that Harry no exactly there are blocks in the way there are doors there are locks there's all kinds of stuff in the way
0: and sometimes it's just bounces (laughs) yeah yeah and that was it that you know after a a frankly fantastic few days and at a festival that I have loved previously and loved again I always come away from Great Escape kind of remembering how much I love going to Great Escape Mm. and that the queues on the last night didn't dampen my uh, affection for the festival I will be back next year without a shadow of a doubt as you say, with some lessons learned, mm. but without a doubt, back uh but that was it that was that slightly disappointing end sealed our our experience yeah. overall success, failure, medium, happy, sad, medium I what think are what are you are you I a think... success or a failure <laughs> <laughs>
1: in terms of what. <laughs> Um, great escape as a festival success uh, there was lots to go and see lots to do um, it's all about your time management skills and all of those things and whether you, I guess I, I, it's not a failure I had a great time I saw lots of people I hadn't seen before um, I'd had many a good time yeah. many a laugh and if there's anything you want at a festival, that's it. Exactly. What about you?
0: I think I, I loved it. Like I said, I, I've had a brilliant few days. Uh, obviously, there are certain things I wish I'd seen that I hadn't. That is always the case, and because generally, Great Escape's the only one each year that I go to. The only festival that I go to, which has fixed capacity, venues. I always forget a bit that that's the case. Because yeah. a uh, kind of standard festival...
1: If it, you can't get in the tent, you're outside
0: Well, it. exactly. And that's rare anyway. You know, you'll always see it. You might just be a bit further back than you'd want to. Mm. Whereas here is a case of... And it's not just here, you know. South by Southwest is the same. Uh, Camden Crawl's the same. Sound City is the same. You know, there's a number of these things... It's just the nature of the beast. Oh, yeah, that has been our Great Escape experience. Yeah. After this little bit of music, we are going to hand out the tracks awards. <laughs> tracks awards at Great Escape. 2016. We are gonna pick our favorite of some things. (laughs) What was good and what was the best? Yeah. So, let's start with probably the most important one, which is maybe the wrong way to do this, but I don't care. Best set by an act.
1: Best set by an act for me i will go for the big moon um are we including well just musically they're set so not venue or anything i really really like them and like we've touched on i was really glad that they were as good if not better than their recorded kind of versions and things and yeah they had a great atmosphere around the place and everything came together and yeah. they were exciting and they left me wanting to go and see them again
0: yeah and they had a really great straight stage presence as well didn't yeah. they i think that really added to it
1: all of them looked like they bloody loved being there
0: yeah right then and i also agree with um what you sort of said about some songs sounding better like i i can't i can't think off the top of my head what the song was but there was one where i thought but actually the recorded version of that didn't hasn't quite done it justice. And I love the recorded version, but live it was just e, it was like on another level to mm. the recorded version. I, I just thought they were so brilliant. So I they were, they were definitely right up there for me. Yeah. Although I'm gonna go for another set which I know we both loved. Which was Uh, the parrots at Horatio's on Thursday yes because it was just so much fun they were brilliant in terms of performing a set they were so engaging charismatic the music was fantastic everyone got involved everyone loved it and it's one of those kind of things where you just kind of turn
1: to the person next to you you just kind of smile in enjoyment and you're like
0: oh look what's happening
1: yeah and you're just having a good time
0: yeah, it was just great to be there, and I think the the fact that it was one of the first people we saw, it really felt like it just kicked it all off, and I was just mm. I was just excited by it and happy, and I would a bit just like the Big Moon, I would and will uh, endeavor to watch them again, and I will watch the parents again because oh yeah, I, I feel like it's like a. Um, it's just a top-up of happiness in your life. You go see the parrots once every couple of months and you're just going to live a slightly happier existence.
1: Yeah. He'll climb on something as well at the end of the gig, which always makes things quite fun. Yeah. We've okay. seen him on a few um, surfaces now, we?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the floor. Yeah. yeah it'll, laying down. He'll just get around. He's like a parrot. Yeah. He is. He is, yeah. He looks a bit like one. I would say not a parrot I'm going to be honest <laughs> but he is a great front man and they Yeah. so it's a split award the two best sets are The Big Moon and The Parrots congratulations guys best individual song that you saw Um, Home Again by Michael Kiwanuka Magical Magical
1: moment And it's a song that I I know and love Um, A song that reminds me of Learning to play the guitar and stuff Uh And to see him At that kind of venue and stuff Yeah That song was One of the highlights of the whole festival
0: I think as we said on uh, The Day 2 podcast It was Literally kind of Chill Inducing I had yeah. chills watching that. Mm. Great choice. At the other end of the spectrum, one of my contenders. At the other end of the spectrum of that set, I mean. Yeah. Uh, the new Michael Kiwanuka song. I don't know if this is the actual title, but I'm a Black Man in a White World. Yeah. Got that place. Yeah. Like movement in there. Yeah, it was fantastic. And it had a really long breakdown. He, he really kind of extended the instrumental in it. And it yeah. was. That was brilliant. I loved that. That was great. Um, so that it
1: was be- kind. Of, it was like a big church gospel thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Like um, everyone clapping, and, and it was really good.
0: Yeah. That was, yeah, I loved that. But um, I feel like if you had asked me what I imagine will win this award prior to going to the festival, I would have had quite a good guess that it would be what I am going to give the award to. If that weird way of saying it. Made any sense. Okay. Serial winners at this year's Tracks Award, The Big Moon, are taking another award. Just because The Road is still up there with my favourite songs at the moment of this year, it's been a highlight and uh, knowing I was going to see them for the first time and just being so excited to see that song performed live.
1: I I had a big burst of excitement when they said The
0: Road. Yeah. And there was, we both had a moment of excitement followed by a little bit of terror I think in the oh yes they for people who don't know the moon the moon the road by the big moon starts slowly and builds
1: up
0: like that yeah except not done by a fax machine <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it builds up to then get quite heavy mm. Um, and they said this one is called the road and then proceeded to play quite a heavy riff, and I thought, "This isn't what this isn't the road is does." Yeah. Uh, so I was scared. And then that that was about thirty seconds long, and then they went into what I expected from it, and yeah. I just loved it. It was glorious. My only wish was that um, more people in the crowd had known it, and it had been yeah. So I feel like a bigger thing. Like, it could be like an anthemic sing along moment. Oh, me <laughs> yeah. I think if we if we go and see them in a
1: venue on a tour and stuff, then that'll be yeah, a big a big moment.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um but that is to take absolutely nothing away from their performance of it. It was just no you know, the the nature of festival crowds, not everyone's come out to the festival with the big moon at the top of their list as I had. Uh so back to back wins from me. Oh, no, you gave them the award last time. But anyway, back-to-back wins at the Trax Awards for The Big Moon.
1: Yeah. Well done,
0: you guys. Michael Koenigke. And you. <laughs> uh, next up, favourite venue. Um,
1: I feel like we kind of have the same favourite venue... Um, no I will go corporate sellout and say Wagner Hall um, just because I like the aesthetic yeah I do have other favourites and I do have another favourite that I know I think is yours but um, Wagner Hall even did, off- it, it did blow me away when we walked in there
0: even after last night's experience of Wagner Hall it
1: did it did put it down a few pegs um, maybe we'll just have the same one
0: yeah but Hall definitely gets an honourable mention and in terms of uh, feeling exciting to walk into for the first time that mm. was a winner yeah I guess that's partly because we've been to most of the other ones in Brighton before yeah but it was a winner for me yeah. for me uh, I also liked Paganini Ballrooms have yep. I said that right?
1: Paganini Ballroom, Ballrooms yep one of them
0: I liked that. Uh, very. A long hall, wasn't it? Yeah, like. Uh, Grand. Old kind of period drama style setting.
1: Very high upstage.
0: Yeah. Uh, high ceilings. Very ornate looking. There was a big chandelier above the stage. It just had a cool vibe and uh, excellent bar access. So yeah. that's a good tick from me. But a place that I I, I've been to I've been I've been to to there but my winner is was the Comedia Um, which I guess in a way is a hat trick for the big moon because they're the only person people I saw there yeah I was going to say but um, I've been to the Comedia before but I'd never been to that space downstairs in there for a gig yeah. I'd been to the upstairs space which has now become uh, a cinema. Yep. But down in that basement it I it, I liked the width of it. I liked the atmosphere in there. Again, excellent bar access and not too bad prices. Um I just liked it and it was dark and it was fun. Yeah. Good sightlines.
1: Kind of like dark. It was like the. It was like a dark seedy bar, but without the seediness Yeah. Like, I don't know what it was. It was like these wooden beams and things, and like it's it. It was like walking into a little mine, and also a really nicely made one.
0: Yeah, exactly. And also, although I didn't uh, take advantage of them because we were we had a good spot, they had. big screens either side of the stage yeah. showing the gig which um, I'd say we were lucky enough to not need them but I think for a small venue that was pretty cool as well yeah. that um, if you're further back you can't really make out what's going on on stage uh, yeah. low ceilings which I liked uh, yeah. kept the sound really in there I that's my winner Yeah, and your winner too sound
1: wise yeah as well
0: yeah
1: on top of everything else it's uh, it really was good in there yeah so yeah absolute winner big golden award for that yeah you've
0: got a gold comedian. well done you <laughs> Favorite drink of the weekend Harry
1: Jaeger bombs Jaeger bombs Here you go, Jager bombs <laughs> and anything we could get our hands on but um there was moments where we found a place with one pound Jaeger bombs yeah so I went up a little bit too mad.
0: Yeah, especially Jake, our companion for the weekend. When I'd been to a great escape with him previously, yeah, uh, we had found a place that did one pound fifty Jaeger bombs and had sung about it for the following few years. <laughs> <laughs> one pound fifty bombs, fifty bombs, one pound fifty bombs. He did do it a lot, yeah. But then we found one pound bombs, which ruined our song a bit. One pound bombs, <laughs> but was even more exciting. Yeah. I. I'm. I think that's a very good shout. But my favourite moment of having a drink this weekend was uh, on Saturday morning when we had the coolest, crispest <laughs> bottle of Aid I've ever had in my entire life, oh, and yeah. I felt like uh, I was resurrected. I was dead. It did really help, didn't it? Yeah.
1: Because you'll be able to hear in yesterday's podcast how excited and, like, elated and yeah. energetic we felt. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, compared to what we felt like when we first woke up, that was... Uh, it It did help. Yeah. And I can almost taste it now. I'm going to buy another bottle today. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is not an advert for LucasAid.
0: Uh, So, split award. bombs and LucasAid. Yeah. And I think it's uh, good to point out that it's in that order because... If it were not for the Jager bombs, the Lucasade would not have felt so good.
1: Yeah. So, your most surprising moment?
0: Pleasant surprise or bad surprise? Pleasant. My most pleasant surprise of the weekend? Yeah. Uh, I say this without wanting people to think it's disingenuous, because we were lucky enough to have my most pleasant surprise on the show yesterday but atlas wind i i think partly because of the venue partly because of a bit of prejudice which i've now learned to overcome towards the alternative escape just assuming that great escape must have the better acts and the less yeah. great acts will be at the alternative escape completely wrong yeah
1: i i don't think you're alone in thinking that like, i think yeah. that's what people would think, yeah,
0: but I will never think that again because uh, a lot of the alt escape bands we saw this weekend were just as good, if not better, than the great escape bands we saw. Um, yeah, yeah. Atlas Wind, I went there with, you know, just wanting to be entertained and excited, and I absolutely was. Yeah, I think they're brilliant and lovely guys to boot.
1: Yes, um, I went in there. Knowing kind of what they sounded like, and was still kind of blown away with everything. Um, so I, I would say they were mine too.
0: Yeah, they are definitely one to watch. Um, oh yeah, and I will watch them again.
1: And if you haven't, go back and listen to our interview. They'll have some a little bit more information about where they're going to be playing soon and stuff. Yeah. Um. So please do. I believe the Joker this Thursday.
0: I remember that. That's the Brightons of the Joker. No, Any Joker you have near you, <laughs> <laughs> they'll be there. <laughs> That's a money-back
1: guarantee from Harry Williams. What is the funniest thing you witnessed
0: over the week? Um, there were a lot of Laura, Laura laughs, <laughs> as a c- Cilla Black would say. Laura, Laura laughs. Uh, yeah. One of my... One of the most consistently entertaining things was uh, the fact that you had done your wristband up too tight. (laughs) It made me laugh so many times. Um, I did get that fixed, though. And that was also funny. Yeah. Because Harry. There were so many people in there. We went to the sort of office, the festival office, and Harry tried to uh, sort of style it out and act cool. And our friend Jake just. (laughs) kept shouting from Heidi, He keeps tugging on it <laughs> In his it's northern always, accent He's always tugging on it Oh
1: uh, something I haven't done it this time though luckily no. Um that was not the funniest moment for me. It was um <laughs> irritating Really irritating. Yeah.
0: I couldn't possibly pick a funniest moment. I've laughed a lot.
1: Yeah. I think um I feel like Friday night singing Beyonce songs down the road. That was a nice time. That was fun. Yeah. 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 can't remember hilarious moments. I felt where we laughed all the time.
0: Yeah, we basically did. We're just very funny guys, and uh, sometimes all the laughs just roll into one.
1: <laughs> the whole
0: thing was hilarious. Uh, so, any closing thoughts or reflections on... What has been a pretty massive three days?
1: I guess it's um, you just got to have the most fun you can have at a festival, and there will be some downsides that you just have to remember the good times you had and learn for next time. Yeah. And that's all you can do. Exactly. A festival is like life.
0: Oh, it's a beautiful metaphor. My kind of reflection is that it was lovely and it's, it's kicked off my kind of summer festival season mm. in style. I always find that when I, you know, festivals in particular, or if I just have a week where I go to a lot of gigs, I'm always just reminded by how much I love the live music experience mm. and, you know, immediately start searching for the next place to go. Obviously, we've got Glastonbury rapidly approaching which a months time yeah which i cannot wait for but i feel like even in the intervening weeks i will at the very least be searching out for more gigs than i regularly would go to and yeah my my reflection is really that i remain as in love with the great escape as ever and 2017 i will be there loving it
1: i'll be square
0: and we hope you will be too <laughs> There, not square, but there with us for yeah. tracks show at the Great Escape part two.
1: We hope you've enjoyed all of these as well.
0: Yeah, we're sorry for some maybe low energy moments, but hey, this is the authentic experience. Yeah, if you're if you're waking up with us listening, you're obviously feeling that too. You don't want to hear excitement. No. So, it's been beautiful yeah. and to finish it all off I'm going to ceremonially cut off my festival wristband can you hear that these scissors are very blunt
1: (laughs) he cannot get through (laughs) it's
0: gone it's off I'm free The Great Escape is officially over for me this is us saying goodbye for the last time from The Great Escape 2016
1: I'll be the same.